PRB Magazine presents Diversity, Equality, Inclusion, a framework for implementing these principles in today's park design by Troy Houtman, read by Sean Price. With many changes in programming, a DAA access, and opportunities to inclusively serve all members of a diverse community, a paradigm shift has occurred, and it's time that it is recognized in the way parks are designed. The use of DEI diversity, equality, inclusion should be considered in playing an important role in how people play and activate parks in both urban and suburban locations. People gather for more diverse events, including music, theater, and special events such as Pride Days. People get together to create opportunities to educate and promote equity with health and wellness programming. They congregate to celebrate history, art, and entertainment. Parks provide an opportunity for all to enjoy a quality of life without barriers, exclusions, or biases. At a very basic level, a DA is a foundation for inclusion in design. However, equally important is to address DEI for those who will be using the park. Programming, historical context, and presentation of information are critical for achieving a high level of DEI. Chester I. Lewis Park in Wichita, Kansas was developed to celebrate the life and legacy of a local noteworthy African-American leader. Its design demonstrates how DEI principles can be achieved in today's park design. Chester I. Lewis, an Army veteran and graduate of University of Kansas Law School, was born in Hutchinson, Kansas in 1928. His father served during WWI and later became editor of The Blade, a newspaper in Hutchinson that provided information for the black community. His father's work had a profound impact on Lewis's future and his efforts for equality and representation of the African-American community. After graduating from law school, Lewis moved to Wichita and worked on a lawsuit against the city for its segregation of swimming pools. He won his first case, based on an 1,874 law forbidding discrimination in public places. He used other cases to address racism in the school system, employment, and housing. He developed a support system to counsel and mentor young African-American students. Victories in lawsuits against Boeing, the city of Wichita's police department, Coleman, and Cessna offered more opportunities for blacks and set the stage for social justice. By the time he was 40 years old, Lewis had filed 60 lawsuits, most of which he won, which made lasting changes. He also displayed real leadership during the 1,958 Dockham Drugstore sit-in on Douglas Avenue in Wichita. He trained and guided students for a nonviolent lunch counter sit-in, protesting a lack of service of blacks. Three weeks later, the effort was successful and services were provided. This lesser-known Civil Rights Act occurred prior to many others across the county. Prior to renovation, the modest park honoring Lewis lacked care and was often vandalized. Several art pieces were installed without relevance to the park's namesake. The size and location of the park made it difficult to find. Additionally, there was a stigma because of its use by the homeless, little use by the public, and deterioration due to lack of funding. The opportunity to redesign the historically significant park was funded from a capital improvement budget, tax increment financing, and donations. The $2.2 million budget included money for art, an increase in the park size, and the creation of a more user-friendly design. Art consultant Anthony Joyner, who described the old park as one-dimensional assisted in choosing two artists, Matthew Mazzotta, nationally recognized, 
and Elamonique Bacchus from Wichita, who has worked on projects with African-American subjects. It will be the artwork that sets this park apart for others, Joyner says. No other park has as much art integrated into the design, which will bring in even more users. To skeptics, this decision is a radical change, but it will meet the needs of many while creating new partnerships, new programming, and education about history and the future, all while making a great gathering space in downtown Wichita. In addition to art, the design includes a stage for small performances and speaking events. Installation of artificial turf reduces the amount of concrete and solid gray block, which in the past dominated the park. Several design aspects were encouraged by Lewis's family, who weighed in on much of the new look of the park. It was also important to the family that there be more opportunities for education, art, and the history of Lewis. Landscape architects from LK Architecture, a firm in Wichita, addressed these components and worked them into the park space for gathering, learning, and entertaining. As the park footprint expanded, there was a new interaction with Douglas Avenue. Working with the family was important and provided a bridge for social justice and representation of the African-American community. Other stakeholders included new neighbors, Kansas College of Osteopathic Medicine, and several other businesses adjacent to the park. They provided critical input in creating a style to match the new infrastructure. Students, staff members, and instructors will use the park as an entry point to the new medical school. Their expectations, as well as those of others near and adjacent to the park, helped address safety and security factors. Park staff members contributed to the design and operations and maintenance enhancements, addressing items such as infrastructure and the materials selected. Staff provided direction on location and the type of lighting for ease of replacement and dealing with vandalism. Location of power outlets at programming sites was paramount for security and accessibility, and for using power washers and other maintenance equipment. Drainage was discussed in order to make snow removal easier and reduce flooding in the park. Artificial turf was specified, as the space is intended for gathering not athletic endeavors, so it will be beneficial in reducing irrigation and grass management expenses. Wi-Fi in the park was also critical for users and future programming. A vital component of the project was the selection of the construction and contracting team. The park department utilized a contract manager at risk approach, since there were few major components. Barring the art, McCown Gordon of Wichita was selected for its background, knowledge of local vendors, and expertise. The company performed well and understood the sensitivity and significance of the project. One lesson learned for any similar projects is to hire an art consultant and select the artists at the beginning to assist with a more cohesive design of both the infrastructure and art. Although small at only 0.40 acres, this park is moving the needle in addressing DEI and is an example of using all resources to create a vision for the future. This park sets a new standard for Wichita.